It's the Prentice Alsa Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by Ideas Tees, Dan France Concrete, First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, Bowen's Body Shop, and Sir Pizza. Welcome into the Prentice Alsa Heating and Air Coaches Corner segment where we talk some Eagle Bowl football as Coach Floyd Walker is on the horn with us. And uh, Coach, 14-6 win and a uh, soggy stadium last night, wasn't it? It really was. It really was. It was a homecoming night out here. We had a lot of festivities going on throughout the day. And uh, we thought that we were going to miss the weather. But right around, uh, I guess, somewhere during the third quarter, it started rolling on us. But... Uh, we were fortunate enough to get this one in last night, and I'm happy for our kids and happy for our seniors to get a win. Tell us a little bit about um, uh, the homecoming festivities all around it. I know this year probably had to be quite a bit different than the, the way it has in the past, but I did see some floats, and so you had you had all kinds of things. I, I tell you what, I, I really thought that, uh, that uh, our administration, our, our faculty and student body, um, the Rutherford County School Board, the City of Eagle, really did a good job of, of helping to set guidelines to allow us to, to get uh, get the things done that, that we needed to do to kind of to kind of carry on the tradition. Uh, I thought the some of the elementary kids and middle school kids still had an enjoyable time um, during homecoming week as far as some of the different activities that uh, our student council ladies uh, had drawn up and. Uh, I thought that our kids really tried to do a good job of abiding by the rules and regulations and, and, and pull this thing off because, you know, during these times you didn't know whether or not you were going to actually get to have it. So uh, my hat's off to everybody that's involved from, from the top all the way down uh, uh, to the smallest child in this building. And that's what I think is very unique about homecoming at Eagle Bowl is, you know, the, the elementary kids, middle school kids get to have a, a part in the homecoming. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you get to have a huge part in the homecoming. I guess the biggest thing that, that that the small kids and myself missed out on was all the candy. There was no candy this year. Oh. <laughs> so from that standpoint, I'm a little bit disappointed. But, yes, it's fun to watch those kids smile on their face uh, and get to interact with the big kids because our, our high school kids do a super job of, of making sure those kids feel feel comfortable and feel welcome, too. So I guess you, you know you had uh, you had dresses out there, and then the rains come and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah, we had dresses out there, but I think I think they may have gotten a change before the rain came because we do all of our homecoming festivities before kickoff. Uh, so we had uh, we had dry conditions, and uh, we actually bumped it up a little bit earlier too to get it in. So it was it was a good night for everybody. Well, that that's that's a good thing. Uh, I know uh, at at Siegel they had homecoming and. Uh, they were trying to do that at halftime, and they had to move it inside to the gym. And nice young ladies and guys in tuxes and drenched. <laughs> you know, that's that's how it goes. That's that's football homecoming for you, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it really is. Now, we don't do the tuxes out here, okay? We don't do the tuxes. It's just dresses and football uniforms, all right? There you go. That's good, too. So um, uh, talk a little bit about uh, the, the, the ball game here. I know that uh, you went into the fourth quarter, 14-6, to six, and, and then the, the, the rains came. We'll talk a little bit about what happened prior to that uh, as well. So but you were delayed a bit. Yeah, we were uh, right at the end of the third quarter, lightning struck, and they sent us in. And, 
and uh, we were in for 30 minutes. And after in the 30 minutes, there was no more lighting. It was uh, it was still raining pretty well, but but uh, they let us come on out and get warmed up and uh, and play the fourth quarter. And uh, fortunate, we're fortunate enough for, for all of us that we got to finish that ball game. You know, sometimes you, I'm sure that there are a lot of things that coaches worry about, and homecoming is one of those, and all this kind of thing. But coming out of a, a lightning delay, you know, how do you react? And you were in a pretty close ball game here. Yeah, we were we were in a dogfight, and uh, and and I thought I thought we had momentum, especially defensively. I thought our defensive kids were excited about playing and the challenge of stopping a very very physical Mount Pleasant team, and. Uh, and you don't know. You don't know. You don't know whether or not you know a stoppage in play is going is going to change that momentum. Uh, we went into halftime. Uh, we got to meet with some of our kids. I thought our kids, especially the upperclassmen, did a super job of keeping everybody uh, locked in on what was going on and believing that we were going to be able to go back out in 30 minutes and and finish the contest. And when they got the word that we, we were going to go back out, they. They were excited about doing it, which is always a, a pleasure as a coach to see that the kids enjoy playing, and they enjoy playing with each other, and they enjoy playing with these seniors. Well, let's let's talk about the defensive effort because um, you know I, I I think Mount Pleasant kind of fell under the radar a little bit. Uh, they're they're a pretty big team, pretty physical team, and uh, Mr. Darnell kind of led the way defensively for you. Well, last Donovan night. Donovan had a big night for us last night. He had several tackles. I think he had several sacks. Uh, probably had a lot of tackles for losses too, but uh, I mean I'm I'm proud of the way Donovan has played in the last couple of ball games. He's he's becoming a big factor for us defensively, and uh, still can't say enough about uh, the way Damian Stingley, our outside backer, has played all year long, uh, and our defensive line. Even though we're undersized a little bit, I thought that they hung in there and battled. So. Uh, what you, what you enjoy seeing is it's, it's not a one-man crew, but it's a lot of kids that's just trying to play for each other and get to the ball and get the runner on the ground. And we did a good job of that last night. Floyd Walker is here with us talking Eagleville football this morning, uh, a winner over Mount Pleasant 14-6 to last night. Uh, on the offensive side of the ball, you threw it all over the lot, three for three. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we did. Yes, we did. We, uh, <laughs> yeah, we threw it all over the line. You know, at halftime, Coach Five, I said, we got to throw the ball. Well, excuse me, during the rain delay, he's telling me, we got to throw the ball because we can't block them up front. I looked at him. I said, hey, Five, uh, you remember you and I, we were in Hurricane Hugo back in the 80s with middle play, Georgia Southern, and uh, we tried to throw the ball in a hurricane, and the ball went five yards back on our side of the line of scrimmage. So do you really think I'm going to throw it again? <laughs> But no, no, yeah, it wasn't a ball game where you could throw the ball around a little bit. But so we we decided to try to run it and manage the clock. And uh, Marcus did a good job controlling the ball. Brody did a good job controlling the ball. Caleb Kaywood did a good job of running the ball. And, and surprisingly enough, in those conditions, it, it didn't get on the ground. I think we may have had one fumble uh, in the fourth quarter, maybe. But Marcus took a pretty good shot on that one. I thought the kid struck him. And caused it, but other than that, we did a good job of controlling the football. Well, when uh, you know Marcus was uh, what three for three, I think about sixty yeah. yards or close to it, you know, and that's uh, that, that's just enough to keep keep people <laughs> honest, right? <laughs> just, just enough to keep them honest, and you know, we going into it under certain uh, 
certain conditions if the, if the weather permitted, we were going to throw it around. We, we felt like we had to throw it. We felt like we had to get the ball out in space and give a wide out some opportunities. And, and we, we were starting to do that, but uh, then the weather set in. So fortunately enough, we were able to, to just, you know, get a couple of first downs, run the clock down, punt, and play field position last night and, and rely on our defense. Well, and, and scoring early in that game was pretty important, wasn't it? It was. It was, especially, you know, they they took the opening kickoff, went straight down the field, ran it, you know, uh, established their, you know, established what they wanted to do. And I thought we responded right off the bat, you know, after the kickoff, Marcus Pops went for 65 to answer that. So I thought that was a real, real big shot in the arm for us as well. Well, Coach, um uh, with a, a four and five record, you got a chance uh, as we talk about the the next game up here with Loretto to to uh, kind of even out uh, the the regular season and and see what happens after that and uh, right. kind of tell us what this game means in terms of the after that. Uh, I mean, we 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 ain't really thought about the after that. You know, uh, we people have kind of told us that we may play this team or we may play that team, um, and we'll worry about that probably this time next week. But what we'll do is we'll, we're going to enjoy this one for a little bit. We're going to enjoy this one today. We're going to enjoy it tomorrow. And, uh, and on Monday when we get back in here, we'll start just trying to try and work on Loretto. And, and we talked to the kids again last night about trying to go 1-0 and next week. And that's, that's all we're trying to do. And we're going to try to make this the best possible season we can uh, for the seniors. And, and I hope our kids really, truly understand uh, what they've done this year as far as being able to play 10 ball games uh, during this pandemic because it's, it's not only a, uh, a compliment to them and the things that they've done to stay safe, but it's, it's a compliment to everybody from, from, uh, from, from the governor through the mayors, superintendents of school, TWSAA, health department, everybody giving these kids, especially the seniors, an opportunity to play. Well, you know, and um, it's it's one of those things where you know kids got to really think about the 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 whole situation here. And I know it's hard to do that, but just up the road, you know, our friends at Rockvale, their their season is complete. You yeah, know, and, a, and a, it just ended. Well, you know, just go back and think about how the senior classes of last year spring sports. Yeah, you know, they go in having great expectations, and all of a sudden. All of a sudden, sudden you don't even get an opportunity to participate. So uh, you 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 have to cherish these things, good, bad, or indifferent, because you've got to make memories uh, with your teammates and your friends, and 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 hopefully you know they'll they'll reflect on this at some point in time, and they'll think you know hey, at least we got to play our team. Last week's uh, game secured the uh, the the after, I, I guess that we were kind of talking about. <laughs> you, you still you still want to go back to that after? <laughs> well, I, I just want people to know that there is football after next week, and the regular yeah. season ends for the Eagles, which is you know quite an accomplishment because, Coach, there was a time in this season where your backs were against the wall and you answered the call. So you have to feel pretty good about that. Uh, I mean, I'm proud of our kids. Our kids. I mean, you're right. Our backs were against the wall. Uh, I don't know what were we owing two, owing three, or something like that. And and you know, a lot of kids could have just easily folded up and decided that hey, look, you know, we're not going to be very good. We're not going. I'm not going to play. I'm not going to bust my tail. But these kids didn't do it. They came to work every day, uh, and they fought for each other. 
So my hat's off to them. I'm super proud of this group for for what they've overcame. And uh, I, I just I just can't say enough good things about about the way that they've handled this season. Well, Floyd, uh, good luck at at Loretto. I guess there's really one way, and it's not a good way to get there, but. <laughs> I'm going straight through Columbia, man. That's where I'm going, straight through Columbia. <laughs> and, uh, well, uh, ha- have uh, fun on that last trip of the regular season, Coach, yes, uh, next Friday night, and uh, we'll talk to you Saturday morning. Sounds good, man. We appreciate everything y'all do for us. All right, my man. That is Floyd Walker joining us from the Eagle Eagles here on the Prentice Alsa, Heating and Air Coach's Corner. Craig's Tax Service at 142 Heritage Park Drive offers complete tax preparation, financial, and bookkeeping services. This is Brett Craig with Craig's Tax Service. From personal tax preparation to business bookkeeping, payroll, and taxes, at Craig's Tax Service, our staff is here to help. Get help with your taxes. Call 890-2233 for an appointment. As a former Seagull Star football player, I know the importance of the high school sports experience. Good luck to all county student-athletes.